Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Trying to share this. Hey, y'all. Hey, good morning. Oh, my God. Do me a favor. Go share the video right now. Woo! Thank you, Father. Oh, my gosh. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What are we doing? Good morning. Hey, Shanquita. Hey, Connie. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Shania. Hey, Kedra. How y'all doing this morning? Oh, my God. Good morning. Oof. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Frida. Hey, Kim Yarley. Hey, Jenny. Good morning. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. 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 Putting it in my story. Do me a favor, go ahead and share, 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 share. Share the video. Thank y'all for sharing. Thank thank y'all for continuing. Good morning, Sharice. Good morning, Nia. Daniels. Good morning, Malisha. Hey, Sherry. Good morning, Toya. Good morning, Betty. Good morning, Miss Sandra. I like how Miss Sandra said that. She said, good morning, friends. <laughs> we are friends. Good morning, friends. Hey, if you have yet to subscribe to the website, like you're not getting our um, daily devotionals, the things that rewind, communications, Go ahead, go to the website, lmjministries.org. Click the subscribe button. We're not going to spam you, but I just want you in the loop with our community of believers and everything that we have going on. Good morning, Keisha. Hey, B. Hey, B McFadden. Um, I want you to just be connected in those spaces with us. So join us um, over there, okay? Um, subscribe to the website. Um, also, we have daily written devotionals. We send out all kinds of other communications. And if we are going to be um, a community, then it's important for us to stay connected. Hey, Kiara. Hey, Keisha. Hey, Amisha. Hey, Pastor. Um, hey, Cynthia. Hey, Sharmana. How y'all doing this morning? So it's important for us to be connected. So I want to make sure you subscribe to the website so that you can stay connected to all the things we got going on. Ladies, tonight we have ladies Bible study, but we'll be online one more night. We have um, um, big, big appointments this week. Joe has big doctor's appointments. Um, this week. So ladies Bible study online only, and we're finishing up more than happy. And then of course, um, the devotional, the rest of the week, Saturday, the prayer call. So go ahead and get subscribed. Good morning, Lexington. 
my dog is up and occasionally you will hear him on the devotional as well and then do me a favor go ahead and share um hey cindy berry hey cynthia jackson hey ramonda um hey michelle Teresa. go ahead and um go to the youtube channel as well if you're not on youtube subscribe to youtube we do something called replay mondays there on a community as a community whoop yesterday's replay was something else and it coincided with right where we are right now in Christ Jesus. And I'm grateful. So um, welcome, welcome to the devotional. If this is your first time to on the devotional, drop us something in the comments letting us know that you're new to the community so we can welcome you. Good morning, Candace. It was, Charmaine. It was so good. Good morning, Candace. Good morning, Lavenda. Good morning, Lynette. How y'all doing this morning? And ladies, if you are not, Shankweet is like, yes, it was so good. If you are not connecting to that prayer call at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, baby, I'm just telling you, um, God is, woo, that prayer, that devotion call, it just looks like something else. And we do not want you to miss it. It starts, we start right at 7 a.m. We're there for about an hour, sometimes a little bit longer. But the Lord is just working something so divine, so community on that prayer call. So get connected to the prayer call as well. Come on now. Oh, my God. I'm getting ready to pray for us. And we're going to get started into debate. today's devotional. I'm getting some amens. Deshaunna is like amen. Candice is like amen. And then when you go to the website, you'll find out about all our programs, Feed the Streets, and all the other things that we do as a community of believers growing in grace through Jesus Christ. Woo! Come on, growing in grace through Jesus Christ. Cherise said, yes, that prayer call. And then for those of you that didn't get in on this pillow talk, we have a pillow talk, which is a weekend edition um, coming up in October. It's okay. It's okay. If you didn't get in on this pillow talk, um, you can get in the next one. We have one more pillow talk this year. This one will be December the 17th. Um, it will be in person. It'll be online. We're going to send out some information for you to register. This one is completely free. December 17th is my birthday. Um, in, in, in person space will be very limited. So once we drop the flyer and the link, go ahead and get registered. And then online community, you can join us online. And um, it's my birthday. I love to give away. So I'm giving this pillow talk away. Um, ladies will get together, we'll end the year strong, we'll pray, uh, we'll meditate the word of God, we'll listen to the God, to God for instructions, for wisdom, for knowledge for us in this next season. Okay. Tag your prayer partner, pull your person in. Let's get into the word today. Um, Father God, I thank you. Woo! Hey, Ash, I thank you. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for waking us up this morning. I thank you for sovereign, being sovereign. When we say God is sovereign, we are talking about he is ruler. He has ruler. He has domain over everything. And if you say, you know, that he is sovereign, then you also know that he is a just God. It doesn't mean he does actually everything like we want him to do. He's not a genie. We do not rub, rub God's belly and he produces for us. He is our father. He is our king. He is the great I am. Um, he is a ruler above everything. There is no other God that compares to him. There's no idol that compares to him. So when we talk about the sovereignty of God, we're talking about 
about his rulership, right? So he is a sovereign God. He rules and reigns over everything in our lives. And we just thank him for that. We just bless his name and praise him and magnify him and glorify him this day. We thank you, Lord God, for just how well you love us. Woo! Thank you for loving your children. Thank you for brand new mercies. Thank you for a fresh start. Thank you for a new week. Even if we didn't get it right yesterday, we have the opportunity and the um, availability to get it right today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for our new nature in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father God and Holy Spirit, that you're teaching us to rightly divide the word of God. We thank you, Father God, for how passionate you are about us. We thank you, Father God, for how loving and kind you are towards us. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank you, Father God, um, for saving us from our sins. We thank you, Father God, for setting the record straight with Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for teaching us how to walk in your word. We thank you, Father God, for revelation of your word. We thank you, Father God, for opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. My God, we thank you, Father God, of making us aware of even of our nature that is not like you. We thank you, Father God, um, for justice. We thank you, Father God, for truth. We thank you, Father God, for hope. We thank you, Lord God, for how you encourage us. We thank you, Lord God, that you do not leave us the same. We thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning, for opening our eyes, for putting breath in our body, for the activities of our limbs, for the hair on our head, Lord God. We thank you for our toes. We thank you for the trees. We thank you for our cars. We thank you for gas in our cars. We thank you for our homes, Lord. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for my God, our jobs, the opportunities, Lord God, for even those of us that are in retirement, we thank you for resources and we thank you for income. We thank you in your word. You said you give seed to the sower, Lord God. So thank you, Lord God, that it is not your desire to leave us destitute or broke or impoverished, Lord God. So Lord God, thank you for supplying our needs. Thank you for providing for us. Lord God, I ask this morning that you open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on your people, Lord God, the same measure they give, give it back to them this day. Demonstrate yourself strong in their eyes, Lord God. Let them see and feel and know you in new ways, Lord God. Let them come to the end of their old self, Lord God, and awake and arise in their new nature, Father God. Teach us your ways. Teach us your ways, Holy Spirit, just ran rampart in our life and forgive us for where we've been grieving you and forgive us for where we've been quenching you, Lord God. Lord, we want to know more of you. We want to be more like you. We want to be the hands and feet of Jesus on this earth, Lord God. So remove from us all, all our prejudice and our petty ways, Lord God. Remove from us the old nature that does not look like you, that leaves us limited and bound, Lord God. We only want to be bound to you, Lord God. We bind our mind to the mind of Christ and we bind our will for the to the will of God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're staring up a fervency. We thank you, Lord God, you're um, staring up a fire in us. Father God, we're fanning the flame on our faith this morning, Lord God, and where we've been dry, Father. We thank you for wetting us up in your word, bringing us into the knowledge and truth of who we are in Christ Jesus. Remove the scales 
from our eyes. Unclog our ears, Lord God. Teach us new ways to talk. Teach us how to yield our swords, Lord God. Father God, we bind our mind to the mind of Christ and we bind our will to the will of God, Lord God. We thank you for a fresh way of thinking. We thank you, Lord God, for providing a way of escape, Lord God, from our sins, from our mistakes, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you do not pigeonhole us to our past, Lord God, that we are new in you. We are new creatures in you, that every day is a fresh start and a fresh beginning. So we thank you, Father God, for a fresh start. We thank you for fresh beginning. We thank you for brand new mercies, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that our feet are like hinds feet, Lord God, that we are steadfast, that we are immovable, that we are abiding in your word, that we are working in the truth. Father God, we declare today that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, Lord God. The great one lives inside of us. The great one is working in us. My God, the great one is helping us overcome our sin nature, Lord God. Father God, let the words of our mouth, Lord God, and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Put a guard over our lips. Don't let us just say anything today. Muzzle our mouths, Holy Spirit, when we speak contrary to the kingdom of God. Let us walk in victory today, Christ. In Christ Jesus, Lord God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you that our sin nature is under a wrap and we are subject to you and we move by the Spirit and we walk by faith and not by sight, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you for where there is unbelief in our life, Lord God, that you are helping us overcome our unbelief, Lord God. Some of us are weary. Some of us are worn. Some of us are tired. We thank you, Father God, for supernatural strength that can only come from above. We declare and speak peace into our minds, peace into our heart. We thank you, Father God, as we meditate the word of God, that the peace that passes all understanding floods our being, floods our hearts, and floods our mind. Father, we go, we send you into the prisons today. We thank you that the angels are in the prisons today. We thank you, Father God, that your word is going to the prisons today. We thank you that revival and awakening is breaking out in our prisons today. We thank you for wardens, Father God, in the prison system that speaks to reformation, Lord God, that you are shaking up, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that in the prison system, Lord God, that is not like you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for overwhelming them with truth. We thank you for healed hearts and minds, from our past, Lord God. We tear down the strongholds in our mind. Anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of you, we're pulling it down this morning. Quicken us, Lord God, to what's coming against you. Quicken us, Lord God. Reveal to us our nature that is not like you. Overwhelm us, Father God, with your goodness today. Stretch out the place of our tent, Lord God. We're stretching out our tent, Lord God. Increase our territory, Lord God. Let us have more impact and more influence for your glory, Lord God. And where we are ready, aren't ready, Lord God, do not let us go and mess up anybody else's life. <laughs> Lord God, do not, where we are not ready, where we're not ready to go, where we're not ready to be in position, 
Do not let us go and mess up anybody else's life, Lord God. We do not want to go and mess up anybody else's life. In Jesus' name, amen. We don't want to go mess up nobody else's life. We don't want to go mess up no, we don't want to go mess up anybody's life. We just don't want to go mess up anybody's life. And so where we are not ready, Lord, help us, um, help us to not move ahead of you. Help us to not try to advance before you. Help us to not make things up. Help us to not do things that are beneficial to ourselves and not beneficial to you. Open our eyes. <laughs> um remove us from places that do not honor and do not glorify you. Lord God, it says in your word, if we want wisdom, we can ask you for wisdom. So Lord God, give us the wisdom for this day. Give us the wisdom for our families. Give us the wisdom for our children. Give us the wisdom, Father God. Don't let us think we're good. Don't let us think we're too good, Lord God. Show us where we can walk in higher levels of humility and submit to you in greater ways, Lord God. Um, don't let us become high-minded, Lord God, that we're unteachable and that we're uncoachable, Lord God. We want to be coachable. We want to be teachable, Lord God. We want to walk in a fresh anointing, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for ears to hear and eyes to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, Vanessa, that's important to pray. Don't, 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 don't let me move in my own plan. Don't let me do things. Don't let me go mess nobody else's life up. I don't want to be popular. I want to be effective. Lord God, we just want to please you. Show us how to please you. Don't let us um, even think to it. Oh, I know I'm pleasing to God. Don't even let us have that mindset. Lord, we should not be glorifying um, our humility. We are not supposed to glorify our humility, Father God. Let us just be more humble. When we're humble, let us act humble, Lord God. Let us follow the example of Jesus Christ, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for fresh grace. We thank you, Father God. Um, I want to give you a scripture. I, I promise I'm not going to be able to get into all of this today, but I want to give you some background to it, and I want to give you some understanding, because um, not all of us, right, but many of us that grew up in the church, um, our lives sometimes look different, and if we were indoctrinated into um, denomination or to religious culture, um, that can be as confusing as well, plus all the other things that we were raised in. And so um, the point of the teacher, I'm going to help us some ways this morning, right? The point of the teacher, because you got to get this, right? The point of the teacher, right? We, you, the, 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 the gospel talks about pastors, teachers, apostles, prophets, all of this other stuff. You got to get to really know, understand those. But the point in the Paul, when they were teaching, when we are teaching is that we hope to explain things in a way so that you can understand more of what's going on, right? Um, early preachers, pastors, a lot of times taught textual, right? And what I mean by textual, nobody helped them understand how to look at the context, right? 
of what was going on. It doesn't mean that they were trying to teach us wrong. It doesn't mean, come on, help. I'm going to get some, we're going to get some freedom today. Come on, y'all make sure y'all sharing the video. We need to be unlocked in this. We are, we need to have open minds to what the spirit is saying. Doesn't mean that people have tried to teach us wrong. It's just a lot of times we don't have understanding. Um, a lot of them were not as educated or learned. They felt the call of God on their life. They knew that the Lord was calling them. Most people who are called into ministry um, don't want to be walking in ministry. I'm just going to be real. I don't. There are very few people that I have met um, that have a call for ministry that are like, yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Most of the time when you are called into ministry, most of us are like, what? Like, what? Like, what, what are you asking me to do, right? And so all of this was wrapped up in what some of us may have received in truth. Um, yes, the devil is deceiving. He's deceptive. Yes, he can work through the church. But we got to forgive and release. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Anybody who taught us wrong, you know, I often repent, Lord, if I've ever taught anything wrong, I'm sorry. If I didn't slow down, I'm sorry. Um, but we are not to be haughty and high-minded and be judgmental and critical of anybody else's whatever. If we got a problem with what somebody's teaching, the word of God says we're really supposed to go directly to that person and talk to that person. All this blasting and all this other stuff that we got going on is not beneficial to the church. So I need you to do me a favor. Today, I want you to pause. I want you to stop. And I want you to forgive anything that you, anybody that ever taught you wrong, whether it's your parents, whether it's whatever, because I truly believe everything starts with uh, forgiveness, right? I just believe that. So Father God, I'm, I need to forgive um, any wrong teaching, anything. I'm not going to hold um, my parents hostage. I'm not going to hold anyone else hostage for what they did wrong. I'm not going to blame them. Um, it happened, right? We got to draw a line in the sand where it says we're happy. And we got to release that so that as we're meditating the word of God, according to Hebrews 4 and 12, the what the word is getting ready to do, what the word is going to do for us, it's going to begin to divide for us what soul and what spirit is going to begin to, to split in half what's from our soul, what's from the spirit, what's from the natural God. So we just forgive and we release people. Um, who did for the wrong teaching for wrong doctor, whatever it was, our parents, things we learned in culture, we release, but we don't badger them. Uh, we don't, that's not Christ. Like we don't beat them up. We don't, we just release and forgive. And then as we come into the knowledge of knowing better and do better, we become living epistles of knowing better and doing better um, instead of being these hard cases we are seizing, seeing, okay? Come on, y'all stick with me. I know it seems I'm not going to be here long, but I want to give you this scripture. Um, 1 Corinthians 10 and 23, right? It says, all things are lawful, right? That is morally legit, permissible, but not all things are beneficial or advantageous. All things are lawful, but not all things are constructive, to our character and edifying to spiritual life. I want to read this again because this is so important, right? I need to read this again. All things are lawful, that is morally legitimate, permissible, but not all things are beneficial or habitations. All things are lawful, but all, all things, not all things are constructive and edifying to spiritual life. All things are not constructive to our um, to our Christian walk, to our Christian journey. And I'm going to give you just three things we're going to focus on today. And then I really want to get into this, how the Holy Spirit has 
me break this down, right? Um, when Paul was dealing with this, he was really dealing with idol worship. That's what he was dealing with. He was dealing with uh, idol worship. And the church of Corinth, you got to see yourself in this. You got to ask the Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. So the church, church of Corinth was a place that was full of idols. If we will be real, real, most of us have lived in this society and culture. Come on, Holy Spirit, I, that um, has taught us just an idle living life, right? He's just taught us an idle living life. And so Paul is dealing with Corinthian culture because he's trying to get them to understand how their life in Christ has been coupled with this idle nature. And the Corinthians are really struggling. And I don't know about you, right? Um, when people present it, like it's just easy to walk away from the things um, that you've been doing all your life, baby. It is not just easy to walk away from things that you have been doing all your life. And just because you have information, just because you have information, the Lord was dealing with me about this earlier. He was speaking and showing me some things. And I was like, oh, I got that. And he corrected me quickly. He said, no, information is not revelation. Sometimes we get information, but it's not necessarily revelation, right? Doesn't mean we're walking it out in every area of our life. We're informed, right? But when it becomes revelation, then we're transformed, right? And sometimes that process, um, sometimes that process, Michelle, sometimes that process, Angela, is a little different for all of us, depending on the layers, depending on the strongholds, depending on the things that we've been through, depending on the mindset, depending on the trauma, depending on how indoctrinated we've been in culture. So th this is real truth, right? So this is, come on, this going to help you understand why you still struggle Woo! with some of the things that you still struggle with, even though you don't want to. You know, there's a period in here where Paul says, you know, um, I'm trying to do right. Woo! I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do right. But I, I don't get this yet. I haven't gotten this yet. Some of y'all might still be struggling with the tithe or with giving because I ain't got it yet, right? Some of y'all might be still struggling with um, why do I need to be in the assembly because I ain't got it yet. Some of you may be still struggling. Like the things that I'm struggling with because I really necessarily just don't have it. And for those of us that give revelation um, in things, we expect everybody to get things like we get things. But if you come into all reality and truth, we all learn at different speeds, at different paces. We all learn different. So just because I have information or I've gotten revelation and it transformed me does not mean that it necessarily happens like that. So this gives us not permission to operate in ignorance, but this gives us permission and teaches us to relax because in all reality and truth, we don't complete ourselves anyway. I'm trying to let you, I'm trying to let you breathe some and I'm trying to let you let others around you breathe some because you'll never give the Holy Spirit a chance to work in your life or someone else's life if you're trying to force feed or beat it up or it's just so, it's so much to it. So Paul is sitting here talking to the Corinthians and the whole two chapters on Corinth is him teaching the Corinth. So when you, when you look at this letter that he was writing to the Corinth, 
telling them, teaching them. He was in a constant teaching process, Almisha. He was in a constant teaching process. And for those of us that are in a process um, of trying to um, uh, understand what's in me that's like Christ and what's in me that's not like Christ, it's a process. Somebody put that in the comments. It's a process, right? It's a process. And there's so many things. Remember I told you, um, if I'm preaching a hype word, right? If I'm preaching a hype word, people are more likely to be, ah. But if I'm preaching or teaching a word of God that teaches you um, um, against your sin nature or gives information to you, it's hard. It's harmful. That's why those of us that teach should be in gentleness. Gentleness is evidence that the Lord is there. So it's a process. And I'm telling you this so you can be more patient with yourself and so you can be more patient with others. But Paul is sitting here and he's saying to them, he said, not all things are lawful, not all things are permissible. And what was happening was the church of Corinth at this time, the people in Corinth were going into the temples and they were eating the meat that was in the temples. They were eating the meat that was in the temples. And Paul was trying to say to them, you cannot eat the meat in the temples because this meat is affiliated with this idol. Woo! Come on. It's deep. It's so deep. The word of God is so deep. He said, Connie, he was like, this meat, this particular thing right here is correlated with this idol, which is really connected to a demonic process. But they couldn't grasp, right? They couldn't grasp it. And here is why they couldn't grasp it, right? This, this, this is why they couldn't grasp it. They couldn't grasp it because everything in Corinth was done in the temples. Woo! Everything, business, weddings, everything in Corinth was done in the temples. Everything in Corinth, their lifestyle was... um of what was connected as some capacity to an idol. Come on now. So then for Paul to come in and say, hey, you gotta, you gotta disconnect this, could potentially put them in isolation. Woo! Come on. This could potentially put them in isolation, could potentially pull them away from everything they know, could potentially pull them away from everything they trust. And this, I don't know about you, but when the Lord started talking to me about my walk, oh my God, and the things that I would have to leave and let go, the more I got quickened with the Holy Spirit, that was hard. That was hard. No, I don't want to have any other God. But when your whole way of living is connected to a particular lifestyle, come on, y'all, we got to start seeing this. It's not I get the information and I just leave. I have to figure out what, a, or I have to walk out a process in a life. So Paul was sitting there saying to them, because he was talking to them about eating this meat. He was saying, it might not look like a sin. Woo! My God, come on. He was saying, it might not look like a sin, but it's not beneficial to you, right? I want to give you this scripture and then we'll get into it this week. The Lord going to do some stuff and free us this week. Lord, I thank you for freedom, right? He was saying, he was like, it might not, it might not necessarily be a sin. He said, but I'm sitting here telling you it's not good, right? Because it's connecting you to some things that are not good. It's connecting to you to some things that are not been, might not be a sin, might not, might not be a sin, 
but it's not beneficial to you. And he said to him, he said, you got to start choosing what's important. So go over to um, Matthew um, 6 and 24. And this is Jesus speaking, right? Jesus is bringing them into a place of, of, of trying to see what's in your life. When he starts talking about the difference between mammoth and money, he's trying to bring them into a place. And when he starts saying you can't serve two masters, he's trying to bring them in a place to show them how not that wealth is wrong. And I got to pause. I'm going to have to teach the rest of this this week. Trying to not pull them into a place to um, show them that wealth is wrong. He's not saying wealth is wrong. That is not what he's saying. <laughs> he has not said that at all, that wealth is wrong. He is not saying material possessions is wrong. That is not what he's saying. He starts to present the evidence that you either going to serve one or you're going to serve the other. Wow. He said that's he just presenting evidence that you're gonna serve one or that you're gonna either serve the other. That's the evidence that he's starting to present to them. Like you gotta be watchful of what you do. Go back over to Paul. That's what he was trying to present to him. Just that the culture and the nature of the culture that you're in could potentially keep you in a place to serve idols, to serve demons. And it was hard for them to get and understand. Because if they chose anything else, it was going to pull them away from everything that they knew. I need to give you this. Number one, first thing we're going to ask ourselves this week. It's going to be a not a hard week, but it's going to be a real week. And I need you to show up. The first question we have to begin to ask ourselves is, will this glorify God? Will this glorify God? Is what, what I'm doing gonna glorify God. Not, not so much as it is it sin, right? But will it glorify God? Because it could not be sin, but not glorify God. Come on, y'all. It could not be sin, but it's not gonna glorify God. And we got to begin to divide this from our nature, because what we may be attached to could be stealing our identity. And what we are attached to could be stealing our identity, could be stealing the truth of who we are, could be pulling us back into repetitive cycles and repetitive patterns, right? That we don't even, even in the church, even in the church, even in a denomination that could be pulling us into a pattern or a culture that does, does not glorify God, that could be leading us to share a message that does not glorify God, that could be leading us um, in a pattern or a way that's deceiving, that's not glorifying God. And what it does is it kills our righteousness. It, it keeps us from walking in our righteousness. And Jesus dealt with it best when he said, are you going to worship God? Or are you going to worship money? Are you going to worship God? You're either going to worship God or money. And, and he just simply said, one will pull you into one direction and one is going to lord over the other. I know. Somebody said Jesus. <laughs> I know. It's deep. It's just deep. It's just deep. It might not be sin. So that's what he's saying. All things are lawful. It might be permissible, right? But it might not glorify God. And as Christians, we're supposed to think deeper beyond, is it just sin? Woo! We, I, if we get, get out of being so sin conscious, it's just beyond just, is it just sin? We got to start asking ourselves, 
is what I'm doing gonna glorify God? It's not about it's not a sin, might not be a sin, but will it glorify God? Like, will it glorify God? That's the first big question. We're going to ask ourselves this week. That's deep, y'all. Come on, let me pray for us. Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for how you're transforming us. It may um, not always be a popular message, Lord God, but let every word that I speak this week be led by the Holy Spirit and be spoken in truth. And Lord, do not allow us to get offended by your truth for our lives. Let us become mature Christians this week eating on some meat, spark, perk, punch, <laughs> strike something in us that opens our eyes to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all so much. Will it glorify God? It's hard sometimes. Truth is hard. Truth is hard. When the Lord was, when I was downstairs, I'm just going to tell y'all, when I was downstairs and I'm studying and I'm like, oh, I got this. This right here that I'm teaching you. I was like, oh, I got this. Like, I got this. I got this. And the Lord was like, no, you ain't got it yet. <laughs> you got the information. You ain't got all this yet. Because he'll reveal to us there are areas in our lives that still don't glorify him. I used to teach a harsh message, right? I used to teach hard. I didn't used to be as compassionate to other sins, mistakes, and the things they were going to. And the Lord started dealing with me, James. Lord started dealing with me, Sharice, that gentleness is evidence that God is here. Your gentle nature is evident, Lakeisha, that you're near God. Not your harsh nature, not your rowdy, rowdy, bout it, bout it. That nature, your gentleness is evident nature. So we got to chew. We gotta be, I want to be mature in the things of God. I don't want to forsake my righteousness, right? I don't want to forsake all the benefits that come with Jesus because I'm ignorant. And ignorance is not an excuse to walk around when we kingdom citizens. We got to get the knowledge of who God called us to be in Christ Jesus. And we got to do the hard work on ourselves. And it's deeper than probably most of us have been taught. But it's my responsibility just to give it to you. And then it's your responsibility to meditate on it and to decide what's of the soul. Well, the Holy Spirit is going to judge and tell you what's of the soul and what's of the spirit. I love you. Um, back here in the morning. Don't forsake this week's lesson. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't. I do too. That's what I've been saying, Sandra. I just want to please my father. I don't know how this week's message is going to go. I don't have. I've been writing. I've been studying. But we're going to let the Holy Spirit lead us through the bits and the parts we need so that we become more mature Christians in Jesus Christ. I love y'all so much. God loves y'all so more. Let me bless y'all. Father God, I thank you for your people today. Um, Bless them. Bless their giving. Bless the work of their hands. Um, bless their minds, Lord God. Um, let them walk in higher levels of forgiveness this week. Lord, you go before them and you be their rear guard. Let favor fall on them. Let supernatural um, increase be their portion. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If the Lord places on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there and you can find out all the ways your giving goes to impact 
um, our community, the communities around us, and the global community. Um, and then the second thing is your fresh start starts with Jesus Christ. I tell anybody and everybody, I did not get really saved until I was 27. Yep, at eight, um, I accepted Jesus Christ. At eight, I went in the water. But at 27, I recognized that I really didn't know who Jesus was. And I really didn't understand my salvation. So at 27, I would come to know who Jesus Christ was. And as I came to know who Jesus Christ was at 27, um, that's when I gave my life over to Christ. I went back in the water and everything. Like I went back in the water um, and Jesus and I will begin this new journey and I will begin to understand who I am. And if that's you, if you feel the tug in the pool, it starts with the confession of faith. And then the next part of this, I want you to keep showing up because I want to disciple you. Discipleship is so important to the kingdom of God. It's not enough for you to just get saved. You need to be properly discipled. So repeat after me and get your dog. Lex is getting saved. Your confession of faith. Uh, let's start with this. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life. Judah, get him. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, please send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And we want to send you some resources and materials. Y'all, my dog is saved too. <laughs> my dog preaches with us too. Y'all saying, hey, let's. So share this video today. Um, I promise you, God is doing a greater work in you. Every time you show up um, and you, you study the word of God, then guess what? There's something different working inside of you. So don't forsake the showing up, even if you don't get it, even if you don't understand it. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. I promise this is all going to make sense as we go through the week. I promise. So your question for today is to ask yourself, will this glorify God? And then pause and let the Holy Spirit speak to you and show you the things that may not, that are in your life that may not be glorifying God. See you back in the morning, 6 a.m. I see you. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.